I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am your father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 445, the box office report for the week ending January 20. Slash 21st Yeah, we'll go for that. That's fine. <laughs> 2019. Because it's, uh, since it's a three-day weekend. Careful. Well, it is a three-day weekend, right? It is. Yeah. Yeah, just be careful. Why well, I got to be careful about it. Pronouncing the holiday name. Oh, yeah. What? There's <laughs> been, uh, there was a local TV announcer that oh. mispronounced Martin Luther King. Can I tell you that that dude, li- like, I lived next door to that guy Yeah. for a minute. Like, he, him... And his partner? Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know if he's out or not. I think he is. He is. Well, I mean, is, I don't know if he is on TV. He but, is now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they lived, like, the apartment that I that Leanne and I had, when we moved in together, was, and they would win the, uh, like, best kept lawn every year. Yeah. And, like, that dude would be out there with, like, scissors <laughs> and a ruler. And like, <laughs> just making sure everything is uniform. I was like, that's intense. Well, it is weird. It's a, it's a. Like you see this story of people mispronouncing it the same way, really? It's 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 happened like four or five times now. Like I think there's just something about that confluence of words that when someone stumbles over it, it causes them to say it that way, which is not. I guess good. I don't know how he said it. How do you screw that up? It's Was just it? I think if you're talking too fast. Yeah, I think if you. So he's trying to say Martin Luther King Jr. And and I think the kind of prevailing theory is that you take the vowel sound from junior, like you kind of get ahead of it in your mind, and you... Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. I literally was like, no, I got it. I was trying to run that through in my brain as to how you screw that up. Yeah. Okay. I guess. But you'd think for people who are on TV... But you people don't, make you don't mistakes screw all the but time. They're, but they're, I mean, I guess you're saying so much so yeah. quickly. I feel like there's certain things that you just can't mess up. <laughs> yeah, but they do. I mean, that's the thing is that first of all, no one purposefully goes on and says that. So well, I wouldn't go that far. Well, <laughs> okay, but when you're the hu- when you're like kind of like the wacky human interest guy, that's fair. Like that's, that's fair. like he's like 
like none of them. Not, let's just take it away from this guy. Like none of them have been these kind of like you know Alex. It's not Dan Rather or Alex Jones. Well, the last like, guy right, blazing, yeah, like right. blazing firebrand ideologues. It's yeah. just been like two weeks ago was the weatherman. Yeah, like in a different city. Oh, like, yeah. I don't want people to think that like in St. Louis, it's <laughs> no. just we just have this rash of that. But it's not like it's just yeah. people if, that seem. If you look it up, it's happened fairly frequently. Yeah, and back in yeah more than just recently, like it's happened. They're like three years ago that happened here, and so, you know, right. just, yeah. So I, I I think it's just a weird also <laughs> speech thing that it, like there's something about that when it's not a tongue twister, but when you do stumble over it, you tend to stumble over it in the same way. Have you ever which seen is very unfortunate wrestling corner briefly? Just no. in regards to this. Oh, I thought that was a show. I thought you. Were oh, asking. I was thought <laughs> you were asking that no, too. No, no, no. If I had ever seen wrestling <laughs> no. corner, there briefly. is a there. It was a tag team called Harlem Heat. And okay. there was uh, Booker T, who went on to Hall of Famer, and his brother Stevie Ray. They're gonna they're going against Hulk Hogan, and Booker T's cutting a promo, and he's getting fired up, and he loses his train of thought, and he drops the N bomb on live TV. Okay, now I don't know. Are these guys white or black? They're both black. Okay, but they, if they have, a, you said Stevie Ray, and I can see how that would be confusing. It's Stevie Ray Vaughn is yeah, part of the yeah. tag team. Yeah, <laughs> but but Booker, you just gonna assume Booker's a black guy, Kevin? Is that where we're going? <laughs> No, I was just mentioning one half of the equation, and Stevie Ray Vaughan's a famous musician. So, but he drops the end bomb on live TV. Mean Gene Okerlund is there. Oh, rest no, in peace. No sells it. What what time frame is this? Uh, nineteen ninety five, ninety four, ninety five. Okay, Hogan on the cusp like, of when it was officially a bleeped word. Yes, I heard yeah. it on the news on CNN yesterday. No, you didn't. Yeah, it was it was a they were it. Someone used it. You know, and it was in about a racial discrimination suit against oh. GM, I think. And they just said it. And they just said, "Now it was a, a black newscaster that said it." But she's still. I, <laughs> I was like, my wife was like, "Whoa, whoa. Like, you just did." <laughs> but, How do you not say the N word? Like, even if you're a black newscaster, like I can't imagine they would actually say that. <laughs> they actually said it. And I was like, Jeez. you know, I like in, in a situation like that. And I know I'm a white guy, so like my opinion doesn't really matter. Like, <laughs> Tell I'll just, us, Tom, I'll just start from there. But like, I think you should. I think I, I think if this story is about like th- this guy, something horrible happened to him, and they're hanging nooses at the plant. Is that a like, thing? Is that yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and like it's oh, it's early, the GM thing. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, and they're they're writing that on his stuff, and I'm like, no, I think people like need the shock value comfortable of that word mm-hmm. in that story. Like I think in that context, and I think you should also send a black actor or black <laughs> a, a, <laughs> actor. You should send a a, a black newscaster, a black reporter to cover that story yes. if you're going to have it that should word not be, be a, a part dude. of the story. But it should uh, not be Bing Crosby and Holiday Inn. <laughs> right, yeah. say this. But uh but I you know I think that like in a way you're carrying the racist water for them, right? By referring by 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 Not, by calling it the N word right. in that situation. But you're also, I mean, there also is an audience that is offended by hearing it, just like curse words. Some people sure. don't. Some people yeah. don't say curse words. Don't watch movies with curse. You know, some people are very. Right. How do you watch a movie without curse words? Well, they don't watch. I mean, our movies. Yeah. I mean, or you know, they just some people would be offended just by hearing it. Right. So you're. It could possibly offend the audience who's just there to hear news, right? You know, so I get the shock value, but it's also like, well, you got to realize you have millions and That's millions true. of people. Yeah, that would have to be awkward since like eighty percent of their audience is just sitting in an airport, right? Right? right. right. They just it's the news, <laughs> so it's like, oh. Either way, yeah. Booker says it. Mean Gene no sells it completely. Rest like, in peace. Com- rest in peace. Like true professional, you can see the look on Booker's face right immediately. It like puts his head. 
has to turn away from the camera, head in his hands, and like his manager, who was Sherry Martell, uh, scary Sherry, oh. was like putting his putting her hand on his chest, like you're okay. Let's let the other guy talk. You just keep your mouth shut from here on out. <laughs> and but Mean Gene's hair turned white. Oh my instantly. god, Mean Gene, I he's the he's the best. He was the greatest. He was so good. He could no sell anything. He could. Say, he was the best. I miss Rest that guy. Rest in peace. Rest in peace. You can find that clip online. They've never uh, edited I it. I don't want to. It's watch just for <laughs> just, just for Booker's just for reaction, Booker's reaction yeah. and Mean Gene just being like. And anyway, here we go. We're gonna yeah. continue with this promo. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I the other thing that I always think about too is it's like it's not the 1960s. Like I don't hang out with people that use that type of language. It but does seem who like, would even use that word? It does seem like, like an antiquated yeah. slur. I've like, never. I feel like if I did hear somebody say it, I'd be like. Right. I have never, I, I swear, not once in my life, and again, not that I hang with a crowd that would even talk like this, I have never heard one person use that word in real context as like a derogatory, like, I just, so for someone to slip up and say that, like, no one, I can't imagine is using that word, so. I, I have to believe it's still in use, just maybe not. But in the deep, maybe deep, deep, deep yeah. south, you know, backwaters. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't I, know. I, you know, I used to feel that way. Yeah. And now yeah. I'm not so sure. <laughs> so after I'm watching stupid teenagers yell at, uh, yes, you know, scream at Native Americans. Native Americans and tell them to build that wall. It's just like, like uh, I, I heard Disney's uh, banning Rocket. I heard he can't even. <laughs> it's just too close. <laughs> well, we're not getting to Guardians well. 3, so it won't matter. <laughs> but yeah, like Avengers, it's like, though, you know, they show that's up. That's already there. done. That's I know, over, but I, that's they're going to edit him out. Edit, yeah. Bradley Cooper's like, damn it. I used to have the same thought of like, oh, like that's dying out. Like that's right. like who's who's left that really thinks or talks Correct. that way. And now I'm just like, oh, every, every I, day. My apologies. <laughs> I would like to issue a retraction. Yeah. It, is, that, it could be our ignorance too from yeah. again, not running in that crowd. Our, but it just, our ignorance I, I, in a good way. Yeah, I, feel like, I feel like I'm not ignorant for not running in that yeah. crowd. I feel like I'm the opposite of ignorant. Well, there's not running the definition of the word ignorance is thrown around <laughs> but uh yeah i just i feel like that would be like if i were to go watch a black and white movie about the racist south i might hear that word right maybe, sure. you know maybe but it's like i just feel like they should be given the benefit of the doubt i'm not saying there's not terrible racist people yeah but a newscaster <laughs> that's doing a puff piece for the holiday weekend and especially if you know that they're a nice person like i just he don't was, think you should jump to the oh they were being racist yeah it's, it it's, seems it's, unlikely he was looking to inject no. yes that i totally that. agree and, I, I, and I we know him i mean he's a very nice guy yeah he's very very nice guy and also he's like an excellent neighbor yes yeah and and also like i like joe mentioned earlier i think especially people in minorities you know especially you know sexual orientation all right that, i don't think they're the people that are going to be racist because they know how it's like to be treated as a, we say that until ruby rose is forced off twitter because people yelling at her for being not being well true enough. it's a very weird world <laughs> yeah. but you know what i mean it's like i feel like if anybody's going to act like that it's not going to be one super nice people that you know right but two it's going to be people so, that have been yeah some it's going to be someone from a privileged yes, yes exactly that right. hasn't so, experienced right. a, yeah you know prestigious catholic high school yeah yeah so it'll be interesting to see what people say to us on facebook i feel like <laughs> i feel like we, we there's no way we talked about all that and didn't say something that's gonna yeah. upset yeah. somebody dan's so. not here to censor us so yeah, uh, it's so, game on so yeah. we'll see uh this this might be our second to last episode <laughs> who knows so, <laughs> i don't think we said anything wrong oh, I know, but and it's not know. like there's anyone that can like fire us that's true yeah. we run our own business yeah. Yeah. yeah the local chapter of the naacp 
is oh, calling sure. for him to be fired. I don't doubt but that like, for a second. But like, you know, do not pass go, do not collect $200. It's just, the thing is, whenever something like that happens, there will be organizations or groups. I mean, think about the Al Sharptons of the world. Sure. Those people that, you know, will... will well, it depends if they pay Al Sharpton enough. Well, <laughs> but it's like, but it, but there is no trial. You right. know, it's just like, boom, fired. Well, because it's not a crime. It's but just, no, but it's, you know, I mean, but trial. But I'm quotes, saying there, so it's that's just, that's there isn't a trial of public opinion, a process, right? It's a right. public opinion thing, and so then both sides like bow up. It's, and the, decide, it's the James yeah. Gunn thing all over again. Yeah, but shouldn't really they listen to the person at least in their response and the you know in the news stations? I just feel like the people calling for instant firing. It's like, but let's listen to. Yeah. But, well, that's ah. what I, that's what I mean. It's the James Gunn thing where they fired James Gunn for, yeah. like you know, we know the story, and then it's just like within what two weeks people are just like you know he said that like 10 years ago yeah, yeah. you know and it's a, i think he apologized like within the same newscast he, he apologized oh, yeah, totally. like yeah. 10 years ago oh i know yeah, what yeah. that yeah yeah, yeah yeah but i mean he like he oh, realized oh, instantly oh, the guy he was like here. duh what did i say i'm <laughs> Can so we sorry got a commercial sure yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, we're live pal anyway i'm excited to see that that james gunn produced a movie it's like a Superman it's origin Superman. and a horror yeah it's bad element. Superman. yeah like, go, that go. looks awesome Go read Irredeemable. Okay. It's the same thing. But that's exciting. Like, I think that could be really cool. Because, I mean, we'll, we'll get into it next episode with superhero movies that aren't your traditional superhero movies based on comic books and such. Yeah. Like specific comic books. I mean, that's just another example of telling a comic book story, but you're not talking about Batman and Superman they did it and already. Captain America. It's called Man of Steel. That was a horror movie. But he's saying like what? not using no, I know. established <laughs> but it characters. Is, but, but he is, though. They already did it with Will Smith. Yeah, but it it, it, I mean, it's Superman. Right, but I'm. But it's not. But it is. I I know. But like that's if, if it's were, interesting if, if, to tell were, these stories. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's we'll interesting see. to put a different take on them. Can I get a good Superman movie before I get evil baby Superman? You can try. No, you can, you yeah, you no, can try. Apparently, but, I can't. <laughs> but I, I mean, but I but I think to Kevin's point, as soon as you put that red S on his chest, yeah, like there people the scrutiny of, people bring all different ex- expectations to it. Sure, exactly. if I might take creating a character that's similar but not, right. you can play with it in a way. And there's no baggage. That's what yeah, it looks like that yeah. people won't be like, you can't do. But that in with number two oh nine, it said that he did this. <laughs> but then in the reboot number. 27 they did this don't, and yeah, it's like don't no get me started yeah, yeah exactly so it's like no you create this universe there's similarities and obviously next episode we'll get into similarities and things but it's not it's just yeah. it's, like yeah. watchmen yeah have you seen the the pictures from that hbo show no no it looks wackadoo i bet it is i can't even figure like well it's the creators of lost and we could talk about that now Damon Lindelof yes, who did yeah. the, what else did he do the, the loser the rejects the I've never watched no, it. What, what was, was the, the show that he did wasn't the, the like the one that was like the rapture one right I, I, I think I, that's I, the one Kevin's talking about He's yeah the what, what's the was it on HBO the, the leftovers God, the leftovers, leftovers. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like trying to think what is it um, I thought that was about Thanksgiving <laughs> Surprise! Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. It's it was like, only one. It was half an episode right. long. The rapture I, happened after Thanksgiving. I should go watch that now. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, like, oh, I'm not in the mood. It's not Thanksgiving. And then no, it was what was that movie with Ike Barinholtz that he directed and started the Oath. And then it was the Oath. Was Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. I liked that movie a lot. I, I really enjoyed I, it. I don't know why the Oath, and it's now available on Vudu. They're not no. paying us to say this. <laughs> I really liked that movie a lot. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I I mean, I didn't hear. I it snuck. 
under the radar. Yeah. Like, so I didn't realize that Tom had even seen it because I guess you saw it and reviewed it for the radio. Yeah, I reviewed it on yeah. the radio. I've mentioned it on the podcast. But I'm, well, I know. Well, I know. But I see. I hadn't even. I didn't even know it was out. And then yeah. you mentioned it. And I'm like, oh yeah. I, I that kind of flew under the radar. Came into theaters, left theaters, didn't hear anyone else talk about it. Yeah. Saw it, but then Tom said he really liked it, so I checked it out, and I'm like, oh, wow, this is good. Like, I don't know how it just snuck by without... Yeah, Ike Barinholtz, I think, got massively screwed. That movie yeah. should should have been... I'm not saying it should have been a $100 million movie, but, but I think it should have easily been able to make 30 or 40. Did it come out around Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think it came out like, like a few weeks before. What a great... I mean, it's about a family, and you know how families are at Thanksgiving, and, yeah. you, and especially when you get into politics. Who do you think wrote that or directed that? Ike Barinholtz. Oh, okay. Yeah. How did that get to Damon Lindelof? What? No, oh, Thanksgiving. The leftovers. About, I made a Thanksgiving reference. Got it. Yeah. Okay. I was like, how did Chug we get that Mountain there? Dew? Yeah. Come on, yeah. Joe. Wake <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. No. That. Well. Okay. So there's these things called tangents, also known as no, conversational offer. No, I know. I know. I was trying to follow that tangent <laughs> to how know, we got I there. Know. <laughs> you know, that's a deep tangent when we lost Joe, <laughs> right? <laughs> the king of the tangents. Yeah, we didn't. <laughs> had no clue. Conversational what offroading, and yeah. he fell off. I Joey did. tangent butts. Yeah, I got lost. I fell off the back of the truck. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. Catch up. Butisi is Italian for tangent. tangent. It yeah. Is. Yeah. yeah, So anyway, the oath is like really it's a funny movie, exactly and it's yeah. and it, is it like so a... the premise is the president of the United States has decided that everyone needs to sign an, an oath to the country to the country, and oh God, we're not far away from that. And and if and there so, won't be punishments for not signing the oath, but there but are there rewards are if you do benefits ah. too. So there's no quote unquote punishments like on paper, but people are not thought of highly for not signing the right, oath. Right? Because why wouldn't you sign it? Aren't you what, American? Don't you love uh, America? Yeah. And so like and so Ike Barinholtz character is like absolutely not signing that. <laughs> and it's Thanksgiving, and his family comes over, and half his family is kind of like you know. America right. and the other half is just like like it's not a fight worth having. Is Tiffany Haddish his wife? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh and so best role I've ever seen her in. Yeah, and like and it's just and really I mean it could practically work as a stage piece. It's pretty much Oh, it's a total chamber piece. I yeah. mean it's just in their and, in their living room basically. For the kitchen, most part, yeah, and, yeah, and uh and but just to to watch the the tension escalate, <laughs> but it's still funny. Like uh, it like, says, it's listed he as a do comedy that. thriller. He should he should sell that and turn it into a play. Yeah, there's no reason why you couldn't have a stage that's divided into three rooms, or just and then with even, lighting. Do do no, totally. Yeah. But I mean, if you did, like, you know, if you want to make it basic and not have to change sets and stuff, right. Or have sections, or even build like you know, staircase to just a, a upper bedroom. That's the only other place they go, I think. Yeah. Like, and just have that be a stationary stage, and it would work perfectly as a play. It really was. I wonder, if, I wonder make, if he wrote it that way on purpose. I don't know. Yeah, I maybe don't know. it started off as a sure, yeah. like an idea as a but, play. But yeah. it, it's it, like I said, it's available on, on streaming platforms now. I I really enjoy it. I thought it was really funny. It was and, good, and like it was funny and like and not a thriller, but like but you could feel the tension. Oh yeah, like it, was, it gets crazy. Like and like it. And I know like a lot of conservatives hated it in the conservative review Shocking. world. But like honestly, like I felt like it was pretty fairly balanced because it's like there were a lot of times when like even. Because clearly it's a Trump thing, sure. And and even with him hating the 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 fictionalized Trump that is issuing the oath thing, like there are times when you're still like, dude, dial it down. Oh, like you're, sure, sure, you're sure. being kind of a right. And and uh, you're swinging a little too far to the left there, buddy. Yeah, that it's yeah. like he, you know, it's the the mindset of like, you know, he's so right that he can do anything he wants. No matter how wrong it is, right? Because he's right. Like, and that's not the that's not right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's not. And right. so I I I 
really, really I'll give that enjoyed a the movie. So I yeah, do like him a check lot. Check it out. Yeah. yeah, he's good. So we should probably uh, take a moment to introduce ourselves. Probably. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> we're 20 minutes into I this thing. I thought you'd be like, well, we should probably get to the box office. Uh, no, let's introduce ourselves. No, we're not there yet. That may be the longest it conversational off road. I think it might be. I don't know if we've gone almost 20 minutes before. <laughs> that yeah. was... A Maybe. new record. Yeah. And a lot of controversial topics. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. We just get them out of the way now. So I just start recording now? Yeah. Let's Did you want me to record this? <laughs> yeah. Or? Okay. So uh, broadcasting from the Lush but not Lush <laughs> So this is where we introduce ourselves. We normally start with you. This is Joe. This is Kevin. Well, no, <laughs> you're going to go through the whole Last names or no last names? Yeah. Well, no. no. We always Crystal's just, not on. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is... <laughs> Oh, and this is Tom. Let me finish that. <laughs> oh yeah, let's yeah. Go like, on. Why would she need to say her last name? Like people know my last name, they should they know her should last hers, name. Yeah. We're not that. We're not those hippies. <laughs> well, you know, it's twenty twenty nineteen now, and she, you know, she has a good career and everything. She's a very strong, independent woman. So you never know. Yeah, but when I met her, she was still using her ex husband's last name. So. Oh, you had to change that. <laughs> so then, yeah, you're changing your name one way or the other. Like <laughs> yeah. I don't. No, we'll just change your kids. I don't feel like I'm like you know reestablishing the patriarchy right. by saying how about you drop your ex-husband's <laughs> yeah. last name you know what i'll take your husband's ex-name yeah right, right. Yeah. you take her that's name. how caring i am yeah right oh. i'm so i'm so giving You're so progressive yes <laughs> so uh anyway shameless plugs don't forget we're available on itunes uh or apple podcast oh Sorry. hey hey wait, wait, apple podcast uh spotify stitcher wherever you get that stuff zune store zune store apparently Oh. Good luck, Microsoft. Yeah. A, a, uh, Tim. Hi, Tim. Uh, <laughs> that's why you always read the articles before you post things, especially yeah. when they're questionable. Right. As soon as he posted, oh, was, was it not legit? I no, it was a it. joke. It oh, was just a parody. Funny. Like th- this guy, the because I read the article right after he posted it, and you know, I'm I'm still fine with joking around. It's not like I deleted it because it was a jo- you know, but like I read it, and the guy is ba- that's writing is basically like. Yesterday, I willed into existence that Microsoft <laughs> is going to bring back the Zune, and I have a good feeling they will. So now I'm going to will into existence within the next year that they will make a Zune phone, or I will shut this blog down. <laughs> I don't think I have anything to worry about. But it's like that's all it was. That's funny. But the the headline says Microsoft is bringing back the Zune, right? And you won't believe the details. You know, yeah. a total clickbait, hundred percent, right? 100%. right. Uh, no facts, just yeah. a, a parody just, article to get you to click on. Just it. not the facts, yeah. man. So funny article and everything, but then Timmy Tuzunes is like, yeah, I, yeah, that's what I get for <laughs> not a little excited. Though. Yeah, Got a little excited. I get it though. I mean, it's in his name. And totally. You see something. That's absolutely. the uh, John Krasinski cast as Clark Kent slash Superman? Question mark. Yeah. Like, wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cosmic book news strikes again. Oh. So uh, also, don't forget our Facebook page, facebook.com slash real spoilers. While you're there, you can join the League of Show Sharers. People who were kind enough to join the league this w- week. We got a new one. Oh, no way. Yeah. And I'm going to apologize in <laughs> advance. Oh, and Dan's not here for the song either. And so they might get a mispronounced name and no song. Right. I, I, I'm sorry. So uh, I apologize in advance. Uh, Mirjam Dornoir. Oh, all right. They're from Finland. Oh, I saw them. Yeah. Okay. Oh, thank you for the nice note. Yeah. Yes, they just found great. the show. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And so, uh, and so I, I'm sure I butchered that. Uh, yeah, you should send it to us phonetically, and we'll redo it, and we will attempt to fix it. <laughs> yeah, right. Eventually, I get them right. You do. That's true. And yeah. they have, uh, Just not- ask Linnea Thunselli. <laughs> <laughs> Thunselli. <laughs> hey. Tom didn't know how to say my name for 300 episodes. Yeah, I was, I was like... Jolly? Yeah. So, uh, so, and honestly, <laughs> because of I, I don't even know what to say. It normally I would say we're being Eurocentric, but Finland, to the best of my knowledge, is in Europe. So I don't even know what to call this 
patch of ignorance, but I don't even know what gender they are. <laughs> like, I can't even tell by that name. Like, and that might be, also be offensive. It Can might I be say? very obvious if you're in Finland, but to those of say us that again? aren't. Do they have the cool straight to hell? Do they have the cool O's with the lines through them and like the, the J the, 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 the J with two dots? Well, if they and... do, I don't think <laughs> Facebook does. Oh, okay. Maybe like Facebook I would think dot Finn has it or I've seen, whatever they I've seen different uh names and things on Facebook because like your keyboard, if you are in the country, you actually have a different programming to your keyboard right and your keyboard obviously can have the letters typed and so it can make those i think in facebook you, you can your, have the right i think in facebook you can display those letters if it's in your name ah it just depends on how metal you are <laughs> right that's on right. that's right see so your rock horns that's right if you're in metallica <laughs> it's nothing oh. if you're motorhead yeah it's ah. different <laughs> or motley crew motley crew there you sure. go which isn't metal not a, it's hair metal hair metal yeah but yeah it's no not motorhead. real metal. no yeah but uh, but they're from Finland. Finland knows their metal, fin- man. Finland knows their metal. I mean, they got the black metal and the yeah, death you got metal Children and- of Bodom's from oh, Finland man. and some heavy stuff. Apocalyptica. Are they Finnish? I think they are. Okay. I feel like there's a big one. I'm forgetting. Like, uh, isn't uh him? I think him. Is oh, from I think Finland. I think the, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I like him a lot. I did not pronounce your name right. I do not know your gender, but uh, we do know some metal. We do know the metal that originates from your country. So hopefully that can be a bridge between two very distinct white people. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, moving through the rest of this list so we can someday talk about the box office. uh, Librarian Cynthia, Brad Hyen, Lane LeVanway, Travis Tewitt, Griffin Fox Smith, Tammy Sherman Powers, Dustin at Nerds at Night Gaming, Linnea Thunsell, her correct pronunciation, Chris Sanders, Julianne Jordan, Ron Johnson, Chris Magic Man, Brent Smith, Chris James, Tom Comiskey, Jason Weesey, Ralph Tribble, and Timmy Tuzoons. And uh, also, if you enjoy the show so much that you want to throw a little money our way, you can check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers, where there's all sorts of bonus content and whatnot for you in which to partake. Never been a more relevant week than now to check it out. I mean, we have our first ever movie commentary where we take on Unbreakable. So before you see Glass, go ahead and watch the movie, start play at whatever the time marker is. We'll tell you when to press play. And we just talk about M. Night Shyamalan and Willis and, you know, just everything about the movie. And (laughs) What? uh, You talking about Willis? Yeah. Yeah. Because he showed up on that one. Yeah. (laughs) That's so, an yeah. old-timey reference. Right, yeah. Uh, Dan so. would get it. Dan would get it. Dan <laughs> would have enjoyed that reference. Okay, Mr. So. Drummond. Calm so, down uh, over there. Anyway, there is all of that. We can finally turn our eyes to the box office. Kevin has his abacus at the ready. Kevin? I do, Tom. And, uh, yeah, this week is one of those weeks. Uh, even though it's January, we've got the movie of the week coming in at number one, and it is glass. So M. Night Shyamalan made $41.4 million this weekend. He doubled uh, his budget. Is that how much they had? Twenty, mm-hmm. twenty million dollar well, budget. Of that went to Bruce, uh-huh. right? <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, this is interesting. So yeah, this this has already made its money back. Uh, there was a lot of hype behind it. This is a franchise, a trilogy, nineteen years in the making. That was a surprise trilogy two years ago when Split yeah, came like, out. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, this is. I'll, I'll tell you what, though, these numbers. I don't know if anyone's gone back and revisited the Unbreakable and Split numbers. So uh, we Un- t- Unbreakable numbers were probably huge because it was. I thought they were bad. No, no, no. Okay, so opening weekend would have been huge because it was it, that's his oh, first movie post Sixth Sense. oh yeah Sixth Sense. this so was yeah exactly this is his second movie they sure, were chomping sure. at the bit for this movie but so and, and it's uh, I mean people like this movie it was very successful but we've talked about this on the podcast and Joe and I talked about mm-hmm. it on Unbreakable is that M. Night Shyamalan has never lost money 
people think of him as a hack but we've talked about this he makes yeah. money his movies after earth made money we were mad you, about it do you and consider if if uh if a director makes money that he's not a hack because i feel no, like i mean studios hire you to make the money right but what, so, I'm say, what i'm saying is like after signs we can all agree that he goes off the rails right until most recently is that fair i would say after unbreakable Oh, I you didn't like signs. I like signs. I thought I the like payoff signs for signs was crap. But but yeah, it, it, I mean, but, but I mean, the, like that he goes off the rails after signs. Like that's to me from that's a critical it. perspective. Not you from could a say, financial. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Yeah, I think there's the there's there was the perception the fan base of like these movies aren't good, so they flopped. They they must have flopped. Why does he get to keep making movies? And, and it's because they still make money. That's the answer. You know, he's a gun for hire. He's a uh, competent director that can you know he can he can direct his actors to make a movie that that is good enough to show up in theaters and people want to see it and they will spend their money on it and so all these movies even if we didn't like them they've turned a profit and so just to just that preconceived notion out there that he after signs just started making flops again that's incorrect you may not like them but they make money so anyway but but as tom mentioned unbreakable huge coming off the sixth sense it opened to 30 million dollars at a budget budget of 75 million it ended up making 95 domestically and 153 overseas so it came in at 248 million worldwide on a 75 in 1999 in 1999 yeah well 2000 but yeah yeah, but uh but now go to split which came over came out a couple years ago and was a surprise sequel i don't think it's a spoiler anymore but at the end of the movie it's a surprise that well this is the same universe as unbreakable you know from uh 17 years earlier uh but split was Blumhouse. Yep. It was right after the visit. The visit. Yeah. So Shyamalan was working with Blumhouse already. They give him this movie, and surprise, it's an Unbreakable sequel. $9 million budget, $138 million domestic, <laughs> $140 overseas. It's that 50-50 split, that sure. rare split that we talk yeah. about. And I know it sounds like we talk about it all the time now after saying, like, right. that never happens anymore. <laughs> but it's rare, but this is another rare occasion where that happened. I think, Two, the, I think even more rare is the fact that that all these studios like kind of converged and oh yeah because i mean they had i mean disney vista you got universal and disney yeah and now blumhouse right i mean but blumhouse produces for universal right? sure so, sure i mean but getting that character not away from disney but to get the yeah. rights to unbreakable which was a bit like we well, said it was a big hit i think they going i didn't mention the budget yet split had a nine million dollar budget yeah 278 million worldwide on a nine million dollar budget so they go to buena vista and they say hey we're gonna make now a hyped up sequel to well, these two no they had to get the character for this for split he's at the end of split well, that's true. But I mean, I think it's easier to say like, hey, can we use this character than, hey, can we... Now we're going to make a movie about make right. a movie, yeah. yeah. So it's like, but it's like, hey, look what we're doing. And once this movie came out, they could point to these numbers and go like, hey, you want a piece of this? Yeah. yeah. Can we use this character and you get, you know, 0.5% or one, whatever they <laughs> worked Disney's out? Like, it's not like they wanted like, Mickey Mouse. Yeah, yeah. Disney's like, I feel like we made this deal with Sony. <laughs> I've heard work. of this deal before. Yeah. <laughs> we never thought we'd be on the other end of it yeah, so right. soon. Yeah. I had, I mean, I enjoyed Split. We talked about Split. I dug Split a lot. Uh, I didn't care for it. At I all. know. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. I thought it okay. was. I thought it, it was. I. I still don't like James McAvoy's performance. I think. It's, oh wow. I think it's cheesy and over the top. Wow. I guess and I appreciate it, that it's. Che- I like that it's cheesy. I, it oh. irritates me to no end, and I think oh, that really? movie would be forgotten if it were not for the so, last three minutes. Mm. 
But we'll get into we'll get into it next okay. episode. That'll be interesting. But anyway, I did not remember. I again, I enjoyed it. Joe enjoyed it. We talked about it. I did not remember over the weeks and in the history books now that it made a, over a quarter of a billion <laughs> yeah. dollars on that nine million dollar budget. We know Bloomhouse is good at that I'd be stuff. Interested if, that was, like what the profit margin is, if that's one of Blumhouse's highest profit margins. Well, I don't think they'll ever beat Paranormal, paranormal activity. activity. No, I was no, for say, sure. Yeah, was that one, one of the highest? They made it for like what ten thousand grand or something. Uh, yeah, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And it grossed like you know hundreds of millions. Hundreds yeah. of millions. So this was immensely successful split. So this whole universe. I mean, you know, it, people went crazy for this movie, and so it's a no-brainer to make a sequel. But, I mean, with with Universal and Blumhouse making that kind of money, there's no question as to why they got a $20 million budget. They doubled the budget, well, right. but they, still, that's they did, nothing. That's all Shyamalan. Shyamalan put his own money up. Blumhouse didn't put their money up. He, well, that he, can't be. I just, there's no way he put $20 million into that. Look it up. I, I just can't. <laughs> These studios, well, if they want to make a profit... I'm sure they put some money in. Maybe it. some, but I think yeah. Shyamalan put the majority of the budget. Yeah. Well, that's up fine. Himself. I mean, it would be interesting to find out. But I mean, these studios saw what split did. They're not going to be like, okay, Shyamalan. Yeah, we'll you, let you take it from we here. We made two seventy on a nine, <laughs> yeah. but you you can go ahead and make a twenty, and we'll take you know fifty bucks for sending it out to the world. Like they <laughs> they made some money, but no, it's but twenty million dollars. Like they've already doubled it in one weekend, and uh, you know we'll get into it. But is that it, the highest Blumhouse budget ever? No, it's, it's up there. A twenty? Oh, maybe it's up there because then. They do the Halloween. was it Morgan or something? There's or no the one with Olivia Wilde? I think that one had the oh, the double budget yeah, where around she comes twenty. Back as like a, a demon or something, but I mean even it was like an experiment. Or yeah, something. even Halloween one with uh, Mark Duplass. Duplass, I think so. Maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, but even Halloween didn't. I think Halloween's budget was like ten. Yeah, if that. But yeah, I, they. It's the formula. It's the. I mean, Blumhouse is never. Obviously, this is good. This one, they can afford to give it a bigger budget because they know it's got a built-in audience. Well, I still would argue that I don't know. I think the only thing that made the budget bigger was Bruce Willis. I agree. I, I mean, looking oh, at Samuel Jackson. I think, I think Sam Jackson. I think Sam Jackson got a paycheck, but I don't think he got a Bruce Willis paycheck. Yeah, I bet he makes a decent amount. Oh, I, I know it's makes, not as much. But I like, think he makes a decent a amount chunk of money. Of that is probably. But he's, he's still primarily a character actor. He's a top-tier character actor, but. There aren't very many movies that he's the most profitable actor of like the 20th century or something that I yeah. read. It's like, well, yeah, when you're in, the, you know, for 15 minutes of the highest grossing films of all time. Right. Sure you are. Yeah. Like when Jeff Goldblum had <laughs> yeah, it because right. of Independence Day and Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park. Yeah. The Lazarus Effect only had a three million dollar budget. So oh. I take that back. And oh. it made 38, even though that seemed like a total piece of garbage. Yeah. 20, 38 on a 3.3. But I think uh, ba- having looked at, at this movie. Uh, I I mean I think that I I I gotta think Bruce got about ten. Like yeah. this looks like about a ten million dollar movie. I would say, and I I think it's a good looking movie. Do you think? Do you think? I mean, I know that they get something up front, but nowadays, especially with the Bloomhouse method and keeping that budget small, though, do you think they take up front because like Split made two hundred and seventy five million? Don't you think Willis wants a piece of that instead of just taking it up front? That's gonna make a lot my, of money. My guess Maybe. is they probably put on the table of like, well, we'll give you ten million guaranteed. Or we can give you a piece. Yeah. And, but my, my, I don't know, my gut says Blumhouse's model is that they know that they, they make it for cheap and they're going to make all this money on the back end. I don't think they want to give up that back end. Yeah. All right, here you go, here. When he had the when he had prepared the script and gained the necessary permissions for Glass, he decided to use his earnings from both Split and The Visit, as well as further collateral 
uh, from his property for the film's $20 million budget. So he put all that money up himself. No, but that doesn't mean he put it all up. It just means he put his earnings and he waved, collateral. He basically was working for free uh, yeah. toward the $20 million budget. Yeah. It doesn't mean he put $20 million up. All right. But he worked for free. He took a hell of a chance. Yeah. I mean, he, he pulled a Vin Diesel. Yeah. Is what, honestly, what he yeah. did. For, he's going he's gonna, to he's gonna make money, though. Yeah. I, I think he, and I think he felt pretty confident. Yeah. And yeah. rightly so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but yeah, Shyamalan making making money as he always does. I mean, that's first weekend, and it's it's already made his money back. So his movies are not flops. So just to correct that in anyone's mind, and you know, he's he seems to be on this comeback. We'll we'll see if uh, what is this glass is uh, this part of the resurgence. I think so. this might be the end of the. I, we'll get into it. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> so coming in at number two, the upside. That's the Brian Cranston Kevin Hart film we talked about last week a little bit. Fifteen point one million is a twenty six percent drop. Yeah, people are so digging this movie. They are. I <laughs> think Kevin Hart brought a lot of people to a ah. a genre of film that they would not normally go see. It's probably true. Can you, I mean, it's crazy that they sold this movie for $4 million <laughs> and it made 43. And I guess they just figured that if they kept it that no one would see it because of the the label, you know, because right. it was Weinstein originally, but they sold it for 4. You know, it cost way more than that to produce and 43 in 2 weeks. Like, what yeah. is, wait, Good. which one got in trouble? Harvey? Yes. So what's Bob doing? Keeping his mouth shut, changing his last name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What was mom's main name? Ch- yeah, changing. But I'm now Bob Smith. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah, Smith Solo No Brother yeah. Company. He's changing his name to something less controversial, like Hitler Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, the upside in two weeks: forty three point four million dollars. Uh, that's on a. It says a thirty seven point five million dollar budget. So they finally revealed what the actual budget was. But again, STX bought it for four. Right. So, so they're not sweating it. No, yeah. They're just like, how so, much did it make? Cool. So I think you can only count that. You know, they. I, and I heard they spent about eight, which lines up with we usually say double the budget for yeah. marketing or whatever but um you know so yeah i mean they're they're in this thing for around 10 let's say total and uh 40 something in, in two weeks so they're yeah. they're feeling good about that they're, they 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 bought a nice scratch yeah. off ticket good for them <laughs> no i kidding. wish yeah, we should have right. pulled our money and bought freaking the upside <laughs> i mean and like apparently they had a great product and they're they're just trying to unload this thing so um, yeah yeah. Anyway, so yeah, good for them. Uh, I you did see it though, Tom, uh-huh. and you gave a little mini review last week. It's yeah, kinda, I mean, it's exactly what it looks yeah. like in the commercials, and it's 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 cliche and predictable, but it's it's uh it's well done. It's a well the, done, an enjoyable couple and, hours. And, of yeah, the and, the, per, and yeah. the performances are are good. They you know, I mean, it definitely is. It's a fairly predictable film kept afloat by by two really good performances. Sure. Sure. Good. All right. Well, so that's that one. Number three, Aquaman, though. Talk about a movie making money. Uh, we already talked about it crossing the uh, billion dollar mark, and, and it did after our recording last week. So Aquaman made another $10.9 million, a 37% drop in week six. Like, just when you thought everyone <laughs> has seen this movie in America, like, you know, if you were going to yeah. go see Aquaman, you've seen it. But in week six, making that type of money, it's like people that wouldn't normally see Aquaman how, are turning up to see this How movie. close is that to being... DC's highest grossing film. It's getting I, really I close. Feel like it I thought it was. It was close. well. It was the first movie since uh, the Dark, Dark Knight, Knight Rises. Rises to break the billion, and then I think the Dark Knight was maybe like one point two ish. Okay, so uh, w- we can look it up later. But I mean, it's getting close. It's it's Isn't that crazy pants. 
that Aquaman, Aquaman yeah. is DC's highest grossing. We talked about last week Aquaman, which was considered a joke and yep. was for a long time. Yeah. I mean, ever since Super Friends, I mean, it was he has been the joke of the DC universe until you know they started rebooting with the comics and making yep. him look cool and everything. And now we get this version that a billion dollars. <laughs> and you know, I think I read an interview with the the newer CEO of of DC the or New, the, or, guy, the guy from New Line. Yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah and 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 uh, you know, in the interview, he's like, "Yeah, I think we got it figured out now that you know this was a stand." alone for the most part movie and look how successful it is so i think we're gonna stop trying to do the marvel thing well he said I, didn't he also say we're gonna focus on the directors uh he might have said something like yeah. that but it's like but he's like you know we're dc we're doing something different than marvel now yeah. you know but he's yeah. like eventually like, i think right. we figured that out but it's like you know marvel didn't necessarily start off as right. marvel like well, i mean they had tie-ins but they still did individual stories they were, first they were very slight yes. initially and yeah. they were more like little winks Iron Man was not Batman v Superman, Dawn of well, Justice. I, I, right. Like, I think, obviously, I nor think was that, Iron Man two. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, their plan was to get to the Avengers. Right. It was just they were willing to wait, wait, because they yeah. didn't. Like we said before, they didn't have their top tier characters. I, they had to rely on their B level characters. I will also say though that at that point in time, that was the more, right? that was the more conservative sure. road to take. Oh yeah, because you know how could you afford to get all these big name actors in a giant Avengers movie. Right. So they were kind of doing them like stair stepping and then and like signing maybe them it, maybe and then signing them to these multi picture deals with thinking long term that like, well, if we can get all these individual movies to work, right. we'll just make everybody's third picture being an Avenger movie and then you know and and uh so that was the the conservative take yeah they just happened to knock it out of the park which with pretty much all of those movies they changed the way they have to do movies yeah like this i mean you you're not going to do these universe spanning movies anymore without signing these guys to 10 to you know six to ten picture deals do you think that they have like partial picture deals what do you mean? where it's like okay we're going to need you in this movie but you're not going to top line it we're not going to need you for four months but we're going to need you for three weeks i feel like that's the way that nick fury nick fury's they yeah, probably totally. I have a feeling if if this is Robert Downey Jr.'s last movie, I have a feeling that's what his will look like. You know, like we need you on set for like three days, four tops, and some voice work. Some totally. voice he'll work. be a cell phone call, or, or he'll be a know. video call. Right. Yeah. You know, will, like, yeah. Do this from your home computer. Right. Yeah. We set you up right. with a nice webcam. It's, it'll be fine. Yeah. But I feel like if we're going to lose people, like let's just put that on Front Street. We're going to lose some of these. Original Avengers cast, right? They're not going to make it through the end of an uh, end game. So I think that I think we'll keep Robert Downey Jr. only because I mean he's the he's the heart, no pun intended, right. Of this universe, we'll see, we'll see. I think I think I think we're losing. I think Caps. Cap, I think Cap's, Cap's going to be the new Nick Fury. That's my. guess. I would love for that. To I happen. think he will be the the just calling the shots from his office. He'll be the one webcamming in. But but I agree. People love Robert Downey Jr. and he's been the longest or the highest paid or for a just long time. The suit. I guess they did in Spider Man. Yeah, <laughs> like he's he's in that movie for what yeah. three scenes and the rest he's like in a suit. Or maybe in true comic book fashion, we won't really lose anyone. Yeah. Uh, you know? I think we lose him for a while, right? It, maybe to your point, yes, right. You never Chris really, Evans, you never Chris really. Evans takes a break. Yeah, and he's just like, oh, by the way, because again, with as much money as they make, they'd be kind of stupid to kill people off when it's like, yeah. look at what you've got, and here, then you, so. and then you're you bring in an extra hundred million dollars because guess what? He shows up at the yeah, end. Yeah, exactly. Right. He's back. So, right. but let's get into these Aquaman numbers: ten point nine million Spider Man trailer though. 
10.9 million is a 37% drop. So that brings Aquaman up to 304.9. We'll call it 305 million domestic in six weeks. Over on the foreign box office, though, over $750 million at 71%. Man, that's insane. Yes. Well, people love water. That's yeah, true. I mean, countries. Well, that's like true. And, yeah. and what is water is like 80-something percent of, right. of the earth. I mean, if you think about it, it's so been the box an, office. And the human body. It's been an underrepresented demographic in film for a long time. <laughs> Kevin Costner killed Not it. Not since Waterworld. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> 95, they kind of... You know, went a little crazy, and they brought, they're bringing it back. So, uh, bringing water back. What's happening right now? <laughs> so we're we're up there around the one point zero five billion dollar well, mark. We're not, well, <laughs> but Aquaman is. <laughs> <laughs> us us no, bean counters are, but ah. we're not getting any of it. Yeah. So it's it's crazy to see how much. I mean, from a movie that was you know thought of as a joke, and oh, this will never be. What are they doing here? And part of a screwed up universe. Oh, it's so. It, to be in over a billion it's dollars. so messed up. But good for them. They deserve it. I mean, yeah. I think we've... You James, know. James Wan has cemented himself as like a yeah. legit I think director. I'm on the James Wan hype train. I liked him. I'm not saying I didn't. I like his movies or whatever, but Joe's like... Because I'm like, I don't have faith in Aquaman. And Joe goes, did I have faith a- in James Wan. Did you ever finish Insidious 2? No, I didn't. So, you, yeah. you gotta well, do I asked Ryan, you know, I'm like, hey, Ryan, I'm like, you know, we never finished it. People said it was really good. And he's doing something else. He's like... Nah, I don't feel like watching that, so I don't want to watch it without him. I say ground him. Yeah, <laughs> I just ground. I agree. Your punishment is to watch Insidious Two with me. <laughs> such a great, such a great but, turn. But uh, so clever. Mm-hmm. But seriously, I mean, I think it's on the podcast. But Joe said I have faith in James Wan, and I'm like, all right, I I think I'm gonna have to. I think I wouldn't have had faith had it not been for the Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, if he hadn't pulled that out, pulled that out. So of this his... almost makes up for I think Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> yeah, is where Ant the Marvel Man. is where the Marvel <laughs> yeah, universe right. is going to collapse. No, I'm sorry. I mean, I think Ant Man right. is where that's yes. I will keep. Uh, yeah. yeah, and I think Man of Steel is the best comic book movie of ever all made. time uh, of all time. So <laughs> still three fourths of a good movie. <laughs> so anyway, good for them. Um, coming in at number four, still Sp- better than your track record. That's true. Yeah, yeah that's very true. <laughs> Spider Man into the Spider Verse swung in with eight million this weekend, a twelve percent drop. So that word of mouth is crazy, as we've talked about. Just won the PGA. What? PGA he's, tour? A, he's a golfer. He's a golfer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What the spider? What can't he do? Spider senses and the reflex. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, have, the, you have Jack Nicholson, Spider Man. You have uh, Jack Nicholas. No. Why would you have the Joker? What? As Jack Nicholas, not Nicholson. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I messed it up thinking of comic book movies. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Jack Nicholas, Spider Man. That's funny. Uh, but no, that Spider Man trailer looked. How about that Mysterio? I, I didn't watch it. Are you serious? No, yeah. I don't. Oh, I don't watch at things. least at least look at the clip of. I saw him walking and people going, "He's hot on Twitter." No, but he's got the fishbowl. Yeah, he's got I, the fishbowl. I, I saw Kevin Smith's. Like, I saw Kevin Smith's yeah. reaction to him flipping so out because Kevin Smith loves Mysterio, and so he's like, you know, they did it. They pulled off the huge fishbowl head. They did. I, well, I, Here's the thing. When they can pull off Black Manta's goofy-ass helmet and it looks cool, I was Black like, Manta well, looked awesome. Mysterio's going to be fine. Yeah. Like, it's not even a problem. Yeah, I, <laughs> but that trailer looked fun. Oh, so much fun. That's good. Yeah. But but I, agree. I I heard people talking about, like, oh, I don't think there's really this many villains. It's Mysterio. There's not. But it's like, that's Mysterio's thing. Yeah. He's a special effects guy that creates things. Like, I, think, I think the vi- totally. he creates those. So it's uh, Sandman, Hydro Man, and Molten Man. Yeah. And I think that he creates totally. those to make himself the hero. And that's his mo. That's yeah. his. That's his thing. He I got. What do we think when they were just like it's Spider Man Far From Home? Like, oh, it's going to be in space. It's going to be whatever. Like, no, he's in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> so like, that's the thing. He's far from home because he's in. That's Europe. hilarious. 
Yeah. It was like brilliant, like, just like homecoming. Homecoming. Tom and I were homecoming both like, dance. No, no, we were both like, oh, the homecoming protocol. It's going to be this thing. Yeah, right, no, right. it's the homecoming dance. Right. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Like, it's like, on. nope, that's it. So yep. good. So anyway, but uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, uh, $8 million, the 12% again. That brings it up to $159 million domestic and 154 overseas. So we're well over $300 million now on a $90 million budget. So uh, good for them. I, it's just... It is yeah, it. normally you can't pull off those numbers without a minion. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> right? So yeah, it's a, you know, and I think we talked about it. You know, it's, it was, people questioned it because of the style and didn't know what to make of it, but... The word of mouth is insane on that one. So. I did like the uh, the idea that they should do an animated <clears throat> Batman Beyond movie and have Michael Keaton as old Bruce Wayne. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Totally. Why is that not a thing right now? Hey, like, it, sign him to the especially deal. Especially with his resurgence. It's like, you know, oh, Michael yeah. Keaton's coming back and everyone's talking about Could him. Could you and, imagine him back as Batman? Yeah. That would that blow and, people's minds. And Beetlejuice goes Hawaiian. Let's get them both. No, Come that's on. not right. Let's do it. That's not. <laughs> so... Coming in at uh, number five is uh, The Incredible Journey. I mean, I mean, Homeward Bound. I mean, A Dog's <laughs> Way Home, uh, 7.9 million, 30% drop uh, from last weekend. We talked about it. It's up over $22 million. Domestic. Wouldn't it be funny if you went to this movie and you found out it was about a dog that never went anywhere? Just sung out of home. And it was just like, this dog is way home. <laughs> <laughs> just a dog leave. is way home. Yeah. You just never lose the couch. Dog's way home. Yeah, we just get to hang he out with the He doesn't do anything. No, he's just way for a day yeah i like let's add that to our vernacular that someone's way Way home home. he's he's totally (laughs) totally home yeah yeah that is funny now it's the sequel yeah Yeah. so but so the way grammar works would that be a dog's without because i thought when it's a contraction you always put the x the a dog no what's also if it's possessive yeah so like in this case it's possessive right yeah it's the way home of this dog right but if you were Gonna instead of saying a dog, you would take his the, way home. If you were gonna say a dog's, uh, if you're a dog, is you would oh. still, you would still, you would need to put the the apostrophe there. Because Otherwise, it would, it would be, be plural. Dogs. It would be multiple dogs. Or yeah. Anything. So yeah, so it could read both ways. That <laughs> could. Read so it's both, like yeah. you're you're onto something here. I, think. I know. I, and no one's seen the movie. Look, I'm Irish. <laughs> I know how apostrophes work. <laughs> exactly. I've been so struggling with them my whole <laughs> life. Yeah. Can't put them on a test, standardized test. Oh, try a web form. <laughs> yeah. Try a web form. <laughs> you can't use random characters. That's not a real character. You hate the Irish. Yeah. yeah. What you do. Potato famine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's triggering. You, you can't get me started. You want to talk about the good luck of the Irish. What about the bad luck of the Irish? So $22 million, another million or so overseas. Uh, that's on an $18 million budget. So it's not exactly setting the world ablaze, but... They don't care. It's about a dog at home, I guess. Yeah, they don't I don't give know. That, they, but in dog dollars. <laughs> but you're right. <laughs> Seven times more. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And in Russia. Yeah. If we were in road, Italy, you would you, make you my bunk. Yeah. yeah. The road forks you. <laughs> so uh, number six, we're going to jump down to the limited release. And oh, boy, did this one make some money. Whoa. Good catch. So, so Funimation, the company that owns and is behind Dragon Ball Z, released a new Dragon Ball Z movie to theaters, uh, straight to theaters, I guess, you know, before home video release. And people turned out for this thing. No, they didn't. Yeah. 17, or I'm sorry, $7 million, which is only on 400 and some odd screens, the average per screen was almost $15,000. This is a, a Fathom event thing, wasn't it? Well, I mean, it's like a one-night uh, only or two-day only but type still, thing. Yeah. that's amazing. Well, yeah, but Fathom Events wishes they made $7 million in a yeah, night. No like, kidding. they're not pulling in that kind of dough normally. Uh, but anyway, yeah, I mean, there, there's per screen average 15000 per screen. Aquaman made 3000 <laughs> per screen. I didn't just an average. To I show didn't you even that. realize that that was still a thing. 
Oh yeah, I mean it's huge because they've. I mean they there's a there was a newer series like oh so like there? when we were kids, Dragon Ball Z. I mean it's been around forever, but like they uh, took- see it wasn't around when I was kid. So Dragon Ball is that like about Jockage? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you don't wear the right stuff, right? Woo. You're gonna get Dragon Balls. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst. And when you put all the Dragon Balls together, <laughs> you get, what you, happens? You Super Saiyan. Oh, what? I, it's an STD, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. So, so anyway, but they took a break for a while, but then they brought Dragon Ball back. And so, like, they rebooted the series. Not rebooted, but they did a sequel to the long-running series. They're making new movies. Like, Funimation is going nuts. Was it I mean, a card game? I They probably had a card game, but it's right. it was more, I mean, it's the anime series. It's been around for decades now. Uh, so, they released this new movie, and yeah, $7 million. I mean, not bad for something that you know that, I mean, they... They it could was, just release this straight to DVD. It was just a quick cash grab. Throw it out there yeah. and we'll, we'll make a little happens. bit of money before it, it hits a huge DVD. Event because think about it. The people that saw this movie and spent $7 million on it, you think these people aren't going to buy right. the, the Blu-ray? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? If you're a right. diehard fan, sure. and nothing wrong with that, but if you're a, die, if a you hardcore fan- If you love it fan, enough to go to a, a limited viewing fathom type thing- And dress up probably, you know, people- You're buying them. You're going to buy it. it. So, you've already pre-ordered it. Yeah. yeah. The, yeah. You probably pre-ordered it at the booth. Yeah, right, right. So, you know, and again, nothing wrong with that, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, they're smart. This Funimation knows what to do. Do. They, do they have something else? Oh, Funimation does Funimation. a ton oh, they of do stuff. Tons of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I were don't they, even... Were they the real Ghostbusters? Was that Funimation? Oh, that, not the real Ghostbusters, but the... Oh, you mean the, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Do you remember With that? the monkey and the ghost? Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, I know yeah, you That do. was based on the TV show. Oh, there was a TV show? Oh, yeah. So Ghostbusters, uh, there was a TV show with Forrest Tucker. Okay. Uh, and... I, was Larry Storch on it too? But for, they, Forrest Tucker was the guy from F Troop. Oh, sure, like the okay. big burly guy. Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, uh, they made a show in the early seventies called Go- called Ghostbusters. Okay, and uh, it came and went. It was nothing. And then they were making the movie Ghostbusters. Right. And uh, and they had kind of had everything up and running. And then somebody was like, tap tap tap. There's already something called Ghostbusters. Yeah. So, oh. um, so. The people that were making the film Ghostbusters cut a deal that said, we will give you the rights to use this in movies. Right. Um, but not but like they not still own, the, own the TV rights to okay. it, I think is how it worked. And at the time they were like, OK, like, we don't care. We're never. <laughs> yeah, we're well, just making a movie. Right. Right. Like we're, we're just going to make one movie and we're done. And then the movie happened. <laughs> And then the movie became. There will be a, no cartoon of this. Yeah, and then the movie became a juggernaut, and then they, and then, then they were going to turn it into a, a cartoon, right? And then the people that own owned the Ghostbusters brand for television uh, uh, was uh. like tap tap tap. <laughs> no, you're not. Right. And uh, and so then they were like, well, we'll just call. So then they, so then they rushed theirs, and I think that was filmation. I think oh, is what you're thinking. Oh, maybe you're right. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And then so then they rushed theirs into production. Yeah. Uh, w- basically, and called it Ghostbusters, but it was basically just a recreation of the TV show that yeah. nobody had ever cared about or remembered. It was very sneaky. Yeah, and then <laughs> so then Ghostbusters that we think of as the the, the real, real Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters called Clever themselves title. Yeah. the real Ghostbusters <laughs> right. is kind of an F you right 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 to, yeah. So Joe has to Funimation does any other shows oh, no. besides Dragon Ball Z? Chances so, are it's all anime. Well, of course, yeah. I mean, that's okay. a given. But he asked, "Do they do any more shows?" So I am on a web page here for Funimation under a page called "All Shows." Four across, five rows down. <laughs> I'm on page one of eleven that I can see right now. So I will not be reading all the they, things that Funimation oh, owns. Funimation but, did Akira. 
Well, they have the rights to it now, at least. Yeah, I, I mean, it's on here. I don't, yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's, think super, uh, that's, that's who put out the most recent release. That's why that name Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they okay. acquire a lot of stuff. They didn't originally Filmation produce. Filmation absolutely is the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, anyway. But I think they did the same thing. Weren't they bringing over, like, Robotech sure. and stuff? Oh, yeah. 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 Silverhawks, so, all that good stuff. Yeah, it's interesting uh, how that works. But, yeah, so good for them. I mean, uh, it's, it's it's a huge amount of money, again, for, for people that would buy the movie anyway. I and mean, what a great way to pocket seven mil. So good for them. And uh, let's see here. So out of the limited. Uh, so now our numbers will be skewed a little bit off to remember here. Uh, Mary Poppins Returns comes in at number seven with 5.4 million. That is a 29% drop. So it's still hanging on there. $158.8 million domestic, uh, around 140 overseas. So we're approaching 300 million on a 130. That's profit. Can't be mad. No. I don't think it's, I think they're doing okay, but not what they. Yeah, it's, sure. it, it's making money, maybe not the it's super mega hit. Mediocre califragilistic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> nice, there it's you go. It's the mega End the show yeah. now. We don't even need to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in at number eight, Escape Room with 5.1 million. It's a 43% drop. That's another one of those movies, though. 40, 40.5 million domestic on its $9 million budget. Another few overseas just for some bonus money. So they're doing all right. And uh, number nine, Bumblebee, still hanging around with four point nine million, a thirty-two percent drop. Lots of small drops coming in. One hundred and sixteen point one million dollars in week five domestic. But as we mentioned last week, we got our foreign box office in two hundred and sixty-six million. Uh, even before this, you know, the final numbers are in, and it is a holiday weekend, so uh, we're we're up there around four hundred million worldwide. Yeah, if there's anything china loves it's martin luther king Day. <laughs> so you know uh 400 million on a 135 so they're making their money we were a little worried at first but uh, foreign box office has come to save the day so i wouldn't say i wouldn't go as far as to say i was worried yeah uh, we knew that well, we when knew we saw, that was, yeah, when we I saw mean, the weak like, numbers yeah, like, it was it's a like, good movie and it deserves to make yeah money. yeah exactly and uh rounding out the top 10 on the basis of sex uh just bumped out the mule you know we might have to give that a bonus mention but on the basis of sex made 3.9 million dollars a 36 percent drop that is now up to 16.8 million dollars in week four uh, no budget disclosed on that one, but I'm sure it was a few. I mean, it's not a. Did you see SNL last night? I did not. It's no, not did you, did who you hosted? St- uh, the gal from that uh, Amazon show, the stand-up comedian. Oh, the amazing yes. Miss M- Maisel or whatever. Yeah, and Gre- oh. Greta Van Fleet was the guest, but they did a. Oh, Led uh, Zeppelin is that? Did, yeah, <laughs> basically, uh, they did a dealer. There's no such deal. a ripoff of Bonham. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, with Trump doing dealer no deal about the wall. Yeah, all I'm gonna say is Kate McKinnon's Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Go watch it; totally worth your time. It's very funny, awesome. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, yeah, that one I'm sure is making money. We don't have a budget on it, but uh, honorable mention number eleven, The Mule, still making money. Three point five million is a thirty eight percent drop, uh, but that one's up to ninety six point nine. So, look, That's you know, a hundred million dollar movie, and unbelievable. Like, like, like it feels like nobody's talking about. Yeah. No, nobody's. Well, Go watch SNL. What are they talking about? Uh, Mulaney shows up oh. with Pete Davidson, and they talk about the mule. Oh, interesting. But Colin, you know, Colin Jost goes, do you guys hang out? And Mulaney's like, yeah, but most people just think I'm his lawyer. So, you <laughs> <know>. <laughs> so you know, the funny thing, though, is we talk about movies like Glass, for instance, that has a $20 million budget with Bruce Willis and Samuel Jackson and James McAvoy and catering and everything else and you know that's a you know there's a lot going on in that movie and then you have a movie like the mule that has a 50 million dollar budget <laughs> right 
and you're like, so Clint Eastwood driving around a car costs fifty million, and then three pretty big actors, you know, two pretty huge ones, and who's in it besides Bradley Cooper and Clint Eastwood? And I'm sure Bradley Cooper did uh, it for Tessa Farmiga from oh, the, the Nun. Okay, um, not Vera Michael Farmiga's Pena. Daughter. But I think he's at the point where he picks up a lot of these actors because they just want to work. Sure. Right. So I mean, it's just interesting though to look at the budget and you're like, wow, an Eastwood movie. So yeah. I mean, it, it made a hundred, but it's a fifty million dollar budget with marketing and such. It's like it isn't as much of a profit margin as something that but they're not right. losing money. No, but it's I mean, not. Right. But yeah, but that's kind of of a more traditional model. Yeah. But sure. Yeah. But it speaks to the people with the ten million. I mean, most of that budget because he's driving around that car went to replacing uh, the blinker light. <laughs> <laughs> Gas. Yeah. I just yeah. Could, wouldn't turn it off. <laughs> right. Just turn Whole off movie. the you're, you're Whole just, movie. You're just driving straight. Yeah. What are you doing? So that is the box office. Well, thank you, Kevin. You're welcome. Well, I guess that's it for this one. Let's uh, go around the table and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S 21. This is Kevin. You can follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. And this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show online, you can do that uh, at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers or follow us on Twitter at Real Spoilers. Also, we're available on Apple Podcasts. Go there, rate, review, subscribe, and uh, get us where wherever you get your podcasts. And, of course, our Patreon account at Patreon.com slash Real Spoilers. So uh, that's it for this one. Coming up next time, we will tackle glass. Until then, you've been warned. I'll tell you a secret. I want to believe in real-life superheroes. Like every kid in the world. But I'm still waiting. And yet, we exist. Convince me. Some of us don't die with bullets. No way. Some of us can bend steel. What do you want? I need your abilities to get us out of here. The bad guys are teaming up. I'm the only person who can stop them. We are not meant to have this much power. Are you ready to show the world what we are capable of? This won't be like a comic book. What do we call you, sir? First name, Mr. Last name, Glass. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.